What does it really take to level up as a homemaker? What are the steps to be a better homemaker? The steps are actually smaller than you might think and way more basic. There really is no secret sauce or magic formula. There's just taking the baby steps that really do add up. And that's why today I wanna to share with you the 10 one minute habits that will help you be an awesome homemaker. You've found the Simply Convivial podcast, short but meaty episodes to help you banish overwhelm and perfectionism so you can love being a homemaker. What is convivial? Convivial means doing life together with joy, and that's what we want as moms, isn't it? But we find that conviviality is generally not our default setting. So we need to work at it. We need to choose joy and become the convivial tone within our home. I'm Misty Winkler, homeschool mom and author of the book, Simplified Organization, Learn to Love What Must Be Done. I'm here to help you organize your attitude and dig into the good work that God has called you to do in your home. I'm so glad you've joined me today. These 10 habits that we are going to go through today are basic, but oh so important in just keeping up with things around the house. So grab a basket of laundry to fold while we dive in. Okay, I'm gonna start off with the first habit that everyone says you should start off if you're trying to organize your life, and that is to make your bed. Yes, making your bed is a one minute habit. If it takes you longer to make your bed, then you're probably overthinking it and overcomplicating it. And the more you overcomplicate something, the less likely you are to actually do it. Time yourself, use a timer, use your phone as a stopwatch and just check how long does it actually make you? How long does it actually take you to make your bed? It should take about a minute. And there's no excuse to not take a minute to make your bed in the morning. Habit number two is one that my kids are so tired of hearing me tell them, and that is to try drinking a glass of water. Drinking a glass of water is one of my favorite reset options. When your attitude feels off kilter, when you feel like you have no energy, when you feel kind of grumpy, try chugging 16 ounces of water. Take a deep breath and then see how you feel. It really can be quite effective. You should definitely try it. With all these habits, we tend to underestimate the payoff that we get from them, while often overestimating how long they take. 
but they're very quick habits that will give us benefit that is outsized to the time that they take. So then habit number three is to look at your calendar. Of course, we should be looking at our calendar at the beginning of the day and at the end of the day. And during a weekly review, we should be ensuring that our calendar is all the way up to date. But I find that the more often I look at my calendar, the better. So if I feel a little flustered, if I feel a little scattered, a quick glance at my calendar zeroes me into what day it is, what's going on today, what's coming up tomorrow, and let's just move forward with the next step to get there. Habit number four is to set out your Bible and whatever else you need for your morning devotions the night before. Now, of course, your Bible reading and prayer time every day is an essential habit, but I hope you're taking more than one minute to read your Bible and pray. It takes less than a minute, though, to just be sure you have everything together the night before so that it's easy to get started right away in the morning. If you have to take time to find your stuff, you're more likely to procrastinate or just skip it. But when we are set up the night before, not only are we then ready to go because things are exactly where they should be when we wake up ready to open and go, but it also means that we've thought about it the night before and so we're going to bed knowing what we're going to get up and do. And that really helps us just get up and do it the next day. Habit number five. If you feel like everything is falling to pieces around you in the house, EHAP is the solution. Now, generally, a typical EHAP pattern is 10 or 15 minutes at the end of the day, or at least before dinner. But really, EHAP is one of those habits in the back pocket that we all have. Once our kids are trained to EHAP, then we can just call out, okay, everyone, one minute EHAP, let's see what we can do, and actually use a timer. Pull everyone together, say, ready, set, go, set that timer, and just see how much you can actually do in a minute. You might be quite surprised. And having that ability to just call a one minute EHAP, but also, Seeing what can actually happen in a one-minute EHAP can help you calm down and not panic about the daily chaos that ebbs and flows in an active, busy family life. Our sixth one-minute habit is to write a daily card. A daily card is a top three things to do today to-do list. We're going to do more than three things in a day, but if we identify the three most important things to do today, we'll stay focused and we'll actually get a lot more done because we're focused on what actually matters most. But often when we start thinking about what's most important, again, we go into paralysis mode, we overthink it, and we spend too long trying to put it together. 
A daily card should take a minute or less to write out, and the more we practice it, the faster we'll get at it. I like to make my daily card the night before, but even if it's morning of, or maybe even a lunch break, taking a minute to write your daily card can help you get back on track or to start out on track. And it makes a big difference. So take that minute to write a daily card. Habit number seven is to clear your island of sanity. The island of sanity is a concept that I teach inside my Streamline Your Homemaking course. I'm sure I picked it up somewhere else, but I've been doing it for over a decade now, and I don't even remember where I first heard it. An island of sanity is one part of your home, probably in your kitchen, that you keep free from clutter. The way you keep it free from clutter is by decluttering it at least once a day. It's your space that is ready for action, and it is the place that you start any kind of cleaning or tidying effort. When you know where to start, you're more likely to get started. And when you have a small space in your kitchen that is ready for action, you're also more likely to take action and just get a start on the next meal. So wiping down your island of sanity is a one minute habit that helps you say, oh yes, that's right. I do have a little space of sanity in my home and here it is. Habit number eight that takes less than a minute is to put our phone away in a different room. There should be some stretches of our day where we are unavailable, but not just unavailable, where we have removed our own personal distraction. If we should be paying attention to the person in front of us, our phone should be not only closed, not only in our pocket, but inaccessible. Having some times in your day where your phone is in an entirely different room will help you pay attention and focus in a surprising way. We don't need to be always connected and always available and always distractible. One way to break a pattern of being easily distractible every time we feel a little tinge of boredom or a little tiny question that we want to ask Google is to just make it not possible. Keep the phone put away for a while and you can just function without it. All right, habit number nine is to not leave a room without taking something with you that doesn't belong in that room. I used this habit all the time when we lived in a house with stairs. If I was going upstairs, I'd quickly look around and see is there anything that needs to go upstairs with me and I would just grab it. If I was headed downstairs, I would look around and say, well, is there anything else while I'm at it that needs to go downstairs? And if so, I'd grab it. Even if it didn't go all the way to the place where it belonged on the other level, at least it got closer. And as a habit, it made me more likely to look around and say, it's not going to take me that long to just grab something and do a little extra to leave the place neater than I found it, better than I found it, which is a great habit 
for all of us and for our children, but it has to start with us. What can you do in less than a minute to leave a place better than you found it? And that might just mean taking something with you as you leave that space. Whether it's a bathroom, a kitchen, a hallway, a bedroom, what should leave with you as you leave? This is actually a great one for the car. Just think if everyone left the car with something in hand that doesn't belong in the car, the mind reels to think the kind of improvement that might happen in the vehicle. And our final one minute habit, which even a minute might be kind of weird here, our final quick habit that will change the tone of your home is to smile at your kids. A smile should be quick to our face when our kids come in the room, when they talk to us, when we enter a room and see them, when we talk to them. We need to practice and make smiling at our kids a default. It doesn't take very long and it makes a huge difference. And that's what all of these habits are really about. Little things where the time that it takes to do the habit is so outweighed by the benefit that we ourselves and everyone around us receives from those habits. These are the habits that can help us handle everything in our home and life convivially. Now, the truth is that everyone's habits are actually going to look a little different, maybe even a lot different, because our different circumstances and family needs play into how we live out our basic habits. And that's a good thing. So in the next video, I want to share about what some of these habits look like in my life. It's always fun to hear more specific personal stories to get ideas and be encouraged. So stay tuned and come back for my next video all about my own habits at home.